The Interrobank podcast is brought to you by Simply Financial. Flex on your ex-bank with up to $700 from Simply Financial. Visit simply.com today. Conditions apply. Hello and welcome to the Interrobank podcast. I am your host, Ben Harrietha, and I know nothing about soccer. So how about that World Cup, eh? Thank you for joining us this week. We have another great episode and another great guest coming up. Really fun episode this week, I think. Instead of the news, I'm going to give you guys a sneak peek into what's coming. Yeah. Now, normally here's where I would deliver the news to you, but we are going into the holiday break, so things are kind of winding down at Fanshawe, so we don't have a lot in terms of news. So instead, I'm going to give you guys a sneak peek into what's coming up for the new year. So, this is going to be our last episode for this year, as we will be going on break until the new year when the college reopens. We'll be back on the 6th of January, which is a Friday, at which point we will have a Reporter Rants episode with Hannah and I, where we will discuss our holidays, how they went, if anything interesting happened, any interesting gifts or whatever, and the New Year's issue, which will be out on the same day. After that, we'll have another episode on the 13th, which will be me and a special guest, which you will see when the episode comes out. And then on the 20th, we'll have our 100th episode which will be the brand new debut of something really, really special for the podcast. I can't tell you what it is just yet, but I know you'll really, really like it. For that episode, we'll have a few of the previous hosts returning to the podcast. So myself, Hannah, and Angela will be in person, and Ilhan will be remote recording the show. So we'll give you guys more details once we're in the new year regarding what's going to be changing about the podcast, how everything's going to be going out. You're still going to be getting weekly episodes every Friday. It's just going to be a little different. Until then, hold tight. We'll see you then. Have a happy holiday. So this episode is our World Cup episode. Now, the only problem with wanting to do a World Cup episode is that I don't know a whole lot about soccer. Uh, so sports reporter Justin Kaler is back to help guide me through soccer to the best of his abilities. It's not his sport of choice either, but he knows more about it than I do. We'll be chatting about how we feel about the world's most popular sport, the World Cup so far, any of the interesting matches, our predictions for who's going to take the championship, and some of the controversy surrounding the FIFA World Cup this year. With that, on to the show. Justin, welcome back to the podcast, my man. Oh, thank you so much. It's lovely to be here. Uh, yeah, we got, we got another sports episode, so I was like, who, who better to get on the podcast than Justin? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, it's a sport that neither of us know a whole lot about. <laughs> yeah, we're not, not big experts on it, unfortunately. It's this big, big, big event, but, uh, but yeah, I did, both needed to brush up on it a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, I did. Uh, yeah, I was just like, like before we were recording, we were just uh, talking about how much research we had to do in order to even have this podcast episode even be a thing. Because, <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> neither of us know a lot about soccer. We're calling it soccer, by the way. Sorry for any uh, any people who Ooh, call it football. I am the I do call it football. Usually I do call it uh, European football. Usually is what I refer oh, to. Oh, Euro as. football. OK, OK. I yeah. am a footballer. <laughs> <laughs> but I also watch American football each week. Oh, yeah. so it's kinda, I, I make it confusing on myself too. So Yeah, oh yeah. So you're you're just doing this to yourself. Oh yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Um yeah. I'm gonna call it soccer. That's what I grew up with it as. It's um at, the only experience I have with soccer is playing it as a kid. Uh and that's like playing it in big quotation marks because I think uh, I was like it would have been in like elementary school. 
I, so, I think I was in the exact same boat. I think I was maybe like seven or eight or something like that. And it was basically just everybody crowding the ball. Yep. No, and I was a goalie anyways, because I was, I was, uh, I was a fat little kid. So <laughs> I, uh, so they're like, yeah, you're not going to be, you're not going to be the one chasing after the ball. We're going to stick you in the net. Um, so, uh, so I, I mean, with that, getting our experience for soccer out of the way, if you guys don't, if the folks listening don't know Justin, just check out our, uh, last episode with him on. He does a whole introduction there. Cause we're not going to do that again. Um, <laughs> talk about baseball for 20 minutes straight. <laughs> yeah. Talk about baseball. Uh, <laughs> so, um, well, it's the world cup, you know, it's only the Woo! biggest event in sports other than the Olympics. And I would say that this is even bigger than the Olympics. You know, soccer is the most popular sport in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, by like a huge margin. It's actually kind of crazy when you look at like the, the viewing numbers. Yeah, I'm always um, shocked by the margins compared to other sports. Just mm-hmm. how kind of like like Americanized things like baseball and, and like regular American football are. But then, yeah, like soccer is just it's crazy how popular it is. I think we get into like, a, especially in Canada, I think we get into like this idea of like um, hockey is the only sport, basically. <laughs> like hockey, maybe basketball. Mm-hmm. But then you really look at it and it's like hockey is not a very popular sport Ooh. on the on the world stage. Um, and it's it's crazy because, yeah, soccer is not very popular here. Uh, like, I don't even like we we have a league, but. I don't even- think I've. Yeah, even Canadians like we have like the like Toronto FC close to us, and I don't know many Canadians at all who really focus on it. No, yeah, it's it, there's like a select few, but that's usually because they're from like their parents or their grandparents are European like uh, immigrants who watch soccer all the time, so that they they basically take that kind of appreciation for the sport and just apply it to Canada. Yeah, exactly. So, um. With that, which which teams were you cheering for going so, in? So I had two. Um, I am I am German and Welsh, and both the the Wales team and the German team made it. Um, so I was super. I was kind of excited going in, and then they both got eliminated in the uh, preliminary round. So that kind of sucked. Uh, yeah. So, so since then, I've kind of just been like floating through a little bit. There was a little bit of time where I was like, uh, I'm gonna cheer for the Netherlands, or uh, I'm gonna cheer for Morocco," but it's kind of kind of been like a little free agent kind of floating between teams yeah that's um that's basically how i've been is obviously i was cheering for canada because whenever mm-hmm. canada makes it into something like this you're like yeah canada i like those guys i have no idea what's going on uh but they got a flag on them you know uh and then when we got they got knocked out pretty quickly um mm-hmm. and then when we got into the elimination stage i was chilling for australia just because uh, okay yeah I, I don't know. I like Australia. So well, it's, it's it's cool. I'm I'm the kind of person where I always cheer for the the underdoggy sort of team. Where mm. I'll I never like cheering for teams like England or Argentina, um, or Portugal. Like those those big the, the big name teams almost. Um, I'm like oh, I'm gonna cheer for the little guy. Let's give them a chance. Like oh Australia, you don't see them in every single World Cup. Let's cheer for them. Um, same with Canada. Same. I mean, I do cheer for Germany, and they're usually a pretty big team. But yeah. that's the exception to the rule. <laughs> Yeah. Uh speaking of speaking of Morocco, like holy holy crap. You oh know? man. Well I'm I think with Italy not being at the World Cup, 
so many Canadians who regularly cheer for Italy have also been looking for a different team. And like I've the the team that I've been hearing the most of by far has been Morocco. I think in, in conversations I've had people I've talked to who've really been paying attention to the World Cup. They oh, tons are talking about Morocco. Um, so leading up to yesterday's game uh, for us, where they they faced France. Ooh, oh man! Mm-hmm. I I actually I tuned into that game because I was I was the same boat where I was just like I just really want to see how far Morocco can go. You know, first African team in the World Cup finals, first uh, Arabic team to make it to the semifinals. Mm-hmm. Like huge huge what they have accomplished it is they are the team of the cup like no matter what happens in you know the the third place playoff and no matter what happens in the finals morocco is the team that i think did the best no one expected them to do that and the fact that they even made it that far is like a testament to how good of a team they are uh it was heartbreaking watching them lose to france but Mm. unfortunately the writing was kind of on the wall there i think yeah, a little bit. I mean, uh, I mean, they they got they have so many wins right now. Like everything that you said, they were able to knock out Portugal in the quarterfinals uh, yeah. in a super super tight game. I think I remember watching that one, and it was it was nothing nothing the entire game. It was so close, so evenly matched the whole time, and then Morocco just right at the end. I think it was in I think it was in penalty kicks. If I remember correctly, I they, it they, was. they they pulled through. Um, so the fact that they're making these, these global, like huge, powerful teams play up to them is, was, was crazy throughout the whole world cup. Yeah. I think they got a good chance at at least, uh, grabbing third mm-hmm. from, from Croatia. Um, I mean, Croatia has got a great team also. I, I, th- but... I think that'll be a really good game too, actually. I think that'll be yeah. really solid. I'm also excited for the Argentina French France game because yeah. like, obviously Argentina is one of the most dominant uh soccer teams ever right uh like mm-hmm. uh just doing a little research into what i uh, into them you know they've got the most official titles of any men's team like 21 or something like that it's it's ridiculous they've got six world cup finals appearances which is one of the most i think only germany has more mm-hmm. um and two of those are wins and uh, they've got some of the best players in the world on their team with obviously Lionel Messi, mm-hmm. uh, Lautaro Martinez and Angel Carrera. Their goalkeeper, I don't remember his name at the moment, but he's also very, very good. Um, it is just Argentina is just a great team, but also France. They won the last World Cup and a lot of the same people are on that are on this this French team. So. I think that's going to be a really interesting game because there's no real underdog here. It is basically just two of the best teams in the world. Just they're just going to slam against each other and see. And it's we'll see what sparks fly, basically. Oh, yeah. Well, and I think isn't um, uh, speaking of, of Messi, isn't he retiring uh, after these games? Like, isn't this his final? World? I think he said he um, might be. Which, because I think there were a whole slew of people where this was going to be their their final World Cup. I know uh, Germany had Mueller. I think is I think Ronaldo was retiring after this one. Messi, I think I heard was retiring. Um, so there were so many like little storylines in the background, and the fact that uh, Argentina has made the final, I think no matter what's going to make it super super exciting. Yeah, it's. I he said uh, 
asked on Sunday whether his World Cup game, the final World Cup game, will be his last. He's like, yep. Uh, there's a lot of years until the next one, and I don't think it have it in me, and finishing like this is the best. That's what he said. Because he, he's old. He's, uh, for, for a soccer player, he's 35, mm-hmm. I think. Um, I think that's about right. Uh, so, yeah, he's 35. Which, you know, looking at the other people who are on the Argentina team, there's, it's, it, it, he's an old player at this point. Mm. So, it's, well, it's, uh, it's a very physically taxing sport. I, I tried playing some, uh, some soccer recently, um, just with a, a, a whole group of buddies a little while ago. And man, even for me, who has done a lot of cross country track and field, like running, it is, it is grueling, just sprinting back and forth all the time. So the fact that he's, He's he's getting up there and been in the game for this long and still making it to the final of the World Cup with a team is 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 bonkers. And not just and not just making it to the final. He is one of the best players on that yeah. team. Yeah. <laughs> like like because sometimes you see it where they have like an older player who they want to keep around because they want to win. They want that player to go out with a bang. Basically, yeah. you see it a lot in hockey. You know, um, I think I think right now. Um, I think the biggest example for the past couple of years has been Stamkos because he's mm-hmm. been just injury riddle- riddled. So they just keep him on uh, so that like, like the, I forget which playoff game it was and which season it was, but when he came on for like the first time scored a goal, won the game went off or something like <laughs> that. Uh, and so you see that a lot in other sports where they keep the old guy around so they can get the title. Messi is like, old still great still like leading the team almost yeah yeah it's uh so yeah i mean if he if this is if he pulls a win it's i'm i'm with it like it i don't know um this is this is one of those sports where again i unfortunately i don't know a lot about it but it's i'm kind of excited to see who like whoever wins this final i'm with it you know at the end of the day, everybody loves a good story, and for for someone with as as widespread of a career as Messi, to 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 uh like kill it during the World Cup, make it to the finals, and then actively watching what e- like everybody knows to be his final game, like it'll it'll be hard to go in with not like that little bit of emotion behind it, both for yeah. I I assume for him and then also for fans too. So, it'll be very interesting to watch. Yeah, and I mean, even if if France wins, it's that's you know that's two World Cup wins in a in a row. And that's and that's huge, you know. Uh, I don't know how many teams have done that before, um, but yeah, not not a common occurrence by any means. Definitely not, right? So it's it'll be exciting. This World Cup has been like a really really interesting one, I think, in terms of both like on the field and off the field of like what's been going on. Oh yeah. Uh, Obviously, the World Cup this year is in Qatar, which has been uh, like a very, very big um, controversy around that. <laughs> yeah, that's had a, it's its own its own slew of stories from that. Uh, yeah, oh man, um, it was. I I remember hearing all the different news stories coming in at the start and seeing all the different things of like paid actor bands, um, all the different all the different slews of controversies mixed in before the games even got going. And uh, so as, as news was spreading around that the World Cup was coming up, I, I was very like, concerned and just like, oh, I, don't know how the, I don't know how this World Cup's going to go. I don't know. 
but yeah they have uh it's the the there's it's got its own wikipedia page at this point 2022 fifa (laughs) world cup controversies oh man (laughs) uh which you know you know if you got your own wikipedia page about your controversies you know that's not good um (laughs) you know you've made it yeah yeah you know you've made it (laughs) obvious like obviously you know there's there's the big thing guitar that like uh the homosexuality is illegal Mm-hmm. like you can just be sent to you can be sent to jail for that uh and then you know there's there's just like there's been allegations of bribery uh corruption within fifa you know the migrant workers thing like it's it's been it's been bad well it's uh, hard it's hard in most sports to to like to see different things about like complaints about the reps because no matter what any any sport ever that's going to happen but I feel like I've been hearing more like corrupted ref stories and articles for this World Cup than I usually see for most sporting events. Um, and then, yeah, uh, I think I think a lot of it stems to the fact that Qatar agreed to so many different things before the games got going, and then day one, as soon as it got started, they negated on everything. Um, I think they had said that they were they were willing to to like be more open and accepting. Uh, of of homosexuality at these games uh like allow people to wear like like pride merch all that sort of thing and then the games got started and they immediately redacted on it yeah and, it's uh, it's bad yeah, <laughs> um, it's, it's real bad it's it's real bad because and it, it it's absolutely tainted the entire discussion about around the world cup because like yeah because like some of the controversies i know about were like stuff like the japan game where japan got that one goal when the ball thought was people thought the ball was out it wasn't actually out yada yada but it's like how can you say that you know is a controversy when we're talking about like like jewish fans not like after qatar basically saying hey we'll offer you guys like kosher food and prayer services and then just not doing that right like Uh they just went back on their word or like the paid fans the accommodation you know, uh, people getting their stuff stolen from them. Uh, my like, my favorite bit of controversy from the whole thing was the uh, the the Budweiser the beer fiasco, um, where they I think had sponsored I think eighty million dollars worth of beer to go to this event, and uh, Qatar, who uh, it, uh, alcohol is illegal, um, they. Uh, they they were going to allow it at the at the like designated like sporting centers. Um, that they again redacted on it at the very last minute, and it was this big agreement with FIFA and with with Budweiser, this huge deal. And now they can't serve any of it. And uh, Budweiser, I think, did like a really cool move where they are actually donating all of the money that would have gone to it, or donating all the beer, not the money. Uh, from whoever wins to that winning country. So whichever country wins, either Argentina or France, is going to get $80 million worth of beer that would have gone to the event. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, unfortunately, it's Bud Light, but I mean, $80 million yeah, honestly, worth like... of beer. Is, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, it's, it's it, unfortunately, just because it's where it's hosted, and obviously, like, there's a, there's a, is a cultural difference, but like, um apparently like security have been confiscating anything rainbow yeah like if you try to go into the stadiums with rainbow they will take it and then you know uh 
it's, uh, an American journalist was detained for wearing a t-shirt with a rainbow on it, trying to go into the stadium. Like, it's it's crazy. Well, and it just makes it hard to actually focus on the sport of it. Like, yeah. I I know the last the last few World Cups, usually I'll I'll tune in, I'll I'll pay attention pretty regularly, but this one with all of the the news stories and all the controversies going on, it's made it hard to really like get behind it in a way. Um, and so it's it's hard to just focus on the the pure the the fun of it, the sport of it, without getting bogged down in all the controversies. Yeah, and 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 FIFA too. Like they've just been doing so much stupid stupid crap regarding like damage control of it oh yeah like do you do you remember the focus on the football thing that they put out mm-hmm. oh my god how tone deaf do you gotta be Ugh. at the end of the day they're not in the they're not clear on any of this either like no yeah it's, it's not all on qatar yeah um there's so much they had to kind of expect going in or like they should have been able to do, like you said, some damage control a little bit better than they did. I don't know who their PR person was, but they they haven't done a spectacular job with any of it. Um, just so many other things they could have done or worked around or like pushed their power a little bit from what they could in terms of like FIFA as an actual organization. But yeah, and it's it's and then he, and then like on the nineteenth of November, he just gave like a hour-long rant about how people should stop complaining about FIFA and Qatar. Because that's helpful. Yeah, because I'm sure that's that's really, you know, that's really going to make things better. It's it really... Unf- You're right. You said it earlier, but, like, we can't focus on the sport itself because just everything surrounding the World Cup this year has just been such a, you know, a storm of just bullshit, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, that it's it's been really tough to as as you know the president of FIFA says focus on the football. You know how can like how can you focus on the football when all of this is happening? Yeah, it's like well, yeah, it's like first off, you shouldn't have to tell me that. Second of all, that doesn't doesn't exactly make me want to focus on the football more when you're tell like trying to cram it down my throat. And focus on the football, like. Ugh. <laughs> It's yeah, it's it's brutal, man. And that I think that's what uh, there's always some sort of controversy that comes up with, uh, you know, world sports events. Like, I don't think like always, always, always something just happens. Um, And and usually hear about stuff with more more so things like the Olympics, like the amount of money that goes into like building the stadiums, get everything prepped. There's always those controversies of like, oh, they could be using this money for better things. What's actually going to happen to the venues after the fact? Um, which is 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 inevitable. I mean, honestly, a good question um, and inevitable for most big, major global sporting events. Um, but yeah, the fact that there's a, a continuing six page list of controversies after that fact. Yeah, no, it's like it is a this this World Cup controversies page is huge. And I'm just literally reading through it and just being like, Wow, um, it's it, it's interesting. Uh, I mean, I there's going to be, I think, a lot of fallout from this uh, in regards to FIFA and kind of folks and and where sports events being uh, end up being hosted. Now, do I think anything will actually come of it? No. <laughs> oh, it'll 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 make headlines for for maybe a, a month after the fact. 
and then it'll it'll die off until a few months before the next World Cup, and nobody will talk about it for for years. Yeah, it's un it's unfortunate because like um, football. Uh, uh, I don't mean to generalize here, but because football is the most popular sport in the world, a a, a good amount of football fans are just also like uh, the worst. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're very uh they're very much like i've se I've seen it a lot you know they don't really uh, like 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 throwing out slurs like just racial slurs at players and 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 other fans and it's like come, like what yeah uh so it's like do i think that people should be angry about what's happening around the world cup yes do i think anyone is actually going to be angry that like matters not at all Oh yeah. Well, it doesn't. At that point, it's it's past having to do with their own team. So so why 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 would you need to care? It doesn't exactly. have to do with my team anymore. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's just a it's just a shame. It just ruins the it it ruins the sport. Yeah. It's oh. it's disappointing to see sometimes. Mm -hmm. Anyways, with that uh, with that lighthearted note, uh, <laughs> we're uh, we're pretty much running low on time here. So thanks again for coming on to talk about soccer with me. Oh, not a problem. I'm I'm super excited for the final game. It was uh, it was nice to to brush up on it all to get my mm -hmm. uh, my my little dose of football. Um. So yeah, no, it was great. Yeah, I think I think as of when this airs, it will be. Uh, so this will be coming out on Friday. The third place playoff days. will be set. The, yeah, the third place playoff will be on Saturday, and then the final will be on Sunday. So the 17th and the 18th. So, um. I guess actually, right before we sign off, what are your predictions? Who do you think is going to get it? I hope I can't. Well, oh man, I'm terrible with these sort of questions. I think Morocco will take it. I think they've been just so scrappy and determined in all of their matches that I think they're going to take it over Croatia for the third place game. Um, but I, oh, Argentina France is a toughie. Um, I think. Oh. I, I I think I think Argentina will take it. I think they have such just offensive control, uh, especially in some of their other games that they've played so far, that I think they're going to pull it through, and I think it'll complete that storyline. Um, but if, if France win, like if France wins it, I wouldn't be surprised either. I think it's going to be a a really close, tight bit game. Um, I think either way, it's going to be exciting to watch. Yeah, exactly. I'm thinking it's probably going to be uh, it's probably going to be so Morocco for the third place match, France for the final. That's my that's my there best guess. There we go. So I think if France I, went for the repeat, that'd be really cool. I think that would be, be super, really cool. Either either team wins. I'm not that bad. So um, anyways, thank you again. No problem. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Interrobang. As always, you can catch up with every episode on our website or wherever you get your podcasts. Pick up your copy of Interrobang on newsstands now, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and be sure to subscribe to our newsletter to keep up with all things Fanshop. For The Interrobang, I'm Ben Harrietha. Happy holidays. See you in the new year. The Interrobang podcast is brought to you by Simply Financial. Flex on your ex-bank with up to $700 from Simply Financial. Visit simply.com today. Conditions apply.